Don't you know you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day? Hey, hey, guys. I'm Charlie Pru, and this is episode nine of House of Hail. All right. You really aren't supposed to wear white after Labor Day. That's what they say. <laughs> um, yeah, House of Hail. Welcome to all the new listeners and my tried and true OG listeners. Uh, we'll get into some interesting things this week. I know last week was kind of short. Um, not a lot happened. Um, not really a lot happened this week, but a little bit more. So it'll be good. Uh, some of the stuff I posted on, I already posted on uh, the Facebook page, House of Hail. And, well, yeah, that flowed well. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is check out House of Hail Facebook page and <laughs> message me for your free swag bag. And uh, you can check out the House of Hail page on Instagram also. And I want to thank you guys for the rates on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google. I haven't seen a review yet, and that's fine. Like I said before, I don't review either. I'll leave a rate, but <laughs> I'm not a good uh, review person. Um, I just appreciate the listens and the rates. Ah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so once again, no poll on the House of Hail Facebook page. That sucks. Facebook! I will get one up. <laughs> as soon as Facebook stops playing games, uh, I don't know what their deal is. They keep denying me my polls, but they're not. I don't put like swear words in them <laughs> or anything. It's just a silly poll. But anyway, let's jump into it. Oh, all right. Just like the the rest of the normal public, I was under the assumption that because, you know, a lot of college ball is postponed or canceled, whatever you want to say, uh, there's no way in hell high school sports, like football, right? No way they would play. There's no way. It only makes sense. But no, here we go. High school sports are on as scheduled. Can you believe that? High school sports are on as scheduled. And the Big Ten is left looking like they have their thumb up their butt. Doesn't that say it all, guys? How in the hell can high school start as scheduled and college not even play? With no, And college doesn't even have a real plan to play. At least the Big Ten, Pac-12, and, you know, Division Twos, everybody like that. Um, keep in mind, some high schools, they're online right now. Um, and they're still playing sports on time. I don't get it. And guys, the Big Ten's pissed off everyone. Dabo Sweeney even came out and said, we're not, we should not be waiting on the Big Ten. Let's play. We can't wait on the Big Ten. You have players' parents that tried to meet with Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commish, and 
what's he tell them? I might not have, he didn't even tell him. He sent out a state. I might not have time to meet with them. Are you kidding? That's laughable at best, but um, how much you want to bet? Don't you just feel like the coaches have something to say about all this? They want to say something, but they just can't say it because maybe it's their jobs then. So they dance around and dance around it, but I feel like they all are on the same page. Like they're capable of managing their own departments. Uh, you know, but anyway, you know, the Big Ten is supposed to have an update about their schedule in about a week. And, and I don't understand why this takes so long. Uh, maybe Warren should call the high schools and see how they're doing it. <laughs> I mean, they figured it out. So, along with the Michigan program, they figured it out too, but nobody wants to look at that. Um, the individual schools say, I believe on the most part, they're good to go. Uh, I know some schools have had outbreaks, but... Uh, Believe me, I, I do think if if a schedule was to be put in play, those teams would be willing to go. And the coaches say they're good, so, like, start the season. But I'll tell you, one guy who's putting the brakes on everything, especially around here, is good old Mark Schlissel, Michigan's Presidente. He has become a huge problem for Michigan and the Big Ten. Um, he's a constant no vote. He is on record saying that he would still have Michigan sit out even if the Big Ten votes to go on with the season in October. What? That's unbelievable. He's threatening to lose the Michigan-Ohio game. Like, all the rivalries we have, if the Big Ten says it's, you know, majority goes, it's it's go time. And he's the holdout, but he can hold out, like, the program? <laughs> wow. Um... I find this funny coming from a guy who's never visited the Michigan, his Michigan football program. He has no idea how they function with their protocols. And I know for a fact, well, this is my fact. <laughs> this guy has, well, no, he does have bigger fish to fry you know, what he sat on the vital molestation accusations for eight months, he sat on that shit, and he didn't do anything about it. He should focus on that. If you don't visit your sports programs to begin with, then stay out of their business. And I would trust, personally, I would trust the, the coach over the president just for the simple fact that I know the president, he's like an infectious doctor. Great. Good for you. Then you should know more. But I would trust the coach. I mean, just because 
he is in the facilities and around the players daily. Then he goes home to his family. He's not going to take that shit home to his family if he thought that was a risk. Why would he do that? He wouldn't do that. And say what you will, but that has to be some sort of level of trust between the coaches and players. Like, it really does. Like, I trust you that you're not going to give it to me. Trust me, I'm not going to give it to you. Um. So all we hear now is Harbaugh's been telling his team to get ready for October. And maybe he knows this isn't going to happen, but what's he supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to motivate for nothing. Maybe he's the smartest guy in the room and he knows this is going to happen. Um, I guess we'll see on that front. What about the kids that already declared for the draft, though? Because you know, just for the simple fact that they thought, you know, this season was a bust, so I'm going to prepare for the draft. But if we play in October, should they be able to come back, like, and finish this season? I, if I were in charge, I would give them the option to come back and play. If we end up, if we end up playing, <laughs> you know, um, COVID, <laughs> ah, COVID, um, you know, I, I hope everyone's marked safe from COVID. Like you can put that on your Facebook page or however you post that <laughs> or tell people I'm marked safe. Um, and as far as the Michigan program goes, they reported four additional cases this week. So that brings um, Michigan's positivity rate to 1.5%. And, hold on though, the Michigan football team has had zero positive results. Zero on the football team. So damn, I guess Michigan... <laughs> it seems like they do have it figured out. <laughs> Good for them. Good for us. Um. Oh my gosh, another one that's got it figured out is uh, I just I just happened to see this. I just threw this in at the last minute. Our uh, quarterback commit JJ McCarthy. Uh, he'll be here next year. He he's playing high school. His last year of high school, he threw for five touchdowns in his in his game. He went twenty three of thirty seven for three hundred and thirty three yards. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, it'll be neat to see him play. But I mean, it'll be neat to see any Big Ten team play. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> I would watch any. And uh, Saturday. A bunch of Michigan and Coach Harbaugh, uh, Michigan parents, sorry, and Coach Harbaugh uh, took to the streets of Ann Arbor to protest the decision of the Big Ten to postpone the season. So during the protest, Harbaugh did a, a quick little interview, um, and some of his answers are pretty distressing. <clears throat> I guess interesting. I mean, of course, interesting, but pretty distressing to see the breakdown of everything from the inside. Um, 
So check this out. Um, so there, there are things Harbaugh said in this, in his short interview. He said uh, he had no, no conversation with Mark Schlissel, only text. Ward Manuel has done all the conversations with Mark Schlissel. Then Harbaugh was asked if Mark Schlissel knows the team is ready to play and if Mark and if Mark Schlissel knows of all the negative tests for the football team. Harbaugh said, "Well, I told Ward that. I've texted Mark that." So once again, he's he's saying, "I've never spoken to this guy." only through text and it sounds like a one-way text like it's Harbaugh just texting him like hey zero positive results again hey zero positive results again but he's talking to Ward Manuel which Ward Manuel talks to um, Schlissel it's unbelievable that statement right there tells you everything you need to know um, about this president and his relationship with Probably, I'm guessing, all the athletic department heads, at minimum. Who knows how he's responded to other departments. This is just the football, which you think he'd be a little nicer to the football department considering they support all the non-revenue sports that Michigan offers. <laughs> and... Uh, by the way, Harbaugh did say he texted and emailed Schlissel. So there you go. There's even more communication from Harbaugh. And he really did, Harbaugh, he really did, he kind of, uh, <laughs> he just stopped short of saying he got no response from Schlissel. He just wouldn't confirm no response, but he never confirmed a response either. He never said like, oh, he responded this after I said this, nothing. So, because a reporter asked if it was uh, frustrating to not hear back from Schlissel, and Harbaugh said, talk to Ward. Ward talks directly to Mark. <laughs> so, I get it. Mark's a dick who doesn't get back with certain people, I think Mark Schlissel is and probably always was jealous of athletics. Like, he is too intellectual and above athletics, or football especially, probably. Sort of like the football team from his high school would give him swirlies back in the day on the regular or something. <laughs> That's my that's my take on him. It's <laughs> my private take. <laughs> Just look look Google the picture of him and then picture that story happening to him. <laughs> Especially way back in the day when that stuff was going on more. <laughs> and and look, but when Schlissel was fine when everything was fine, right? He no problems at all, but he's bobbled two huge things in a row now. In, in 
basically every other question Harbaugh was asked, he just said, we want to play. I mean, he dodged every freaking question by saying, we want to play. What are you doing out here? We want to play. Okay, we get it. <laughs> when, he, when they asked him um, how long it would take for the team to be ready to play, though, Harbaugh said two weeks. It, they would take two weeks. They'd be ready to play. So, I mean, they should give them the go-ahead, like, now. So in two weeks, we're two weeks behind, but maybe we don't get those buys before the bowl games, and, you know, we could have the bowl games on time maybe. Eh, that's my take. <laughs> but uh, I would love to see that. Have you guys been watching the the games that have been on this last weekend? And I think there was one on the weekend before, which I did watch, but... Yeah, Austin P and eh. I I've been watching them. Um I can't help it. But it is different. I I will say this, I've I've never watched one full game. I can't do it. They're so bad like <laughs> like Eastern Kentucky versus Marshall. Yeah, Marshall won 59 to nothing. Like, the whole game sucked. It was a blowout. So, all I had to do was see the score when I flipped to that game, and I turned it. Because <laughs> you know why. 59 to nothing. I mean, I probably turned it there when it was like 30-something to nothing, and I, I knew it then. And then another example, Middle Tennessee and Army. You already know that game is boring. Army's in it. I mean... I don't I didn't even watch it. I didn't even look up any stats on it. Did Army throw a pass? Cause I'll bet they didn't. I bet they ran all over Middle Tennessee. <sighs> boring, boring, boring. <laughs> then you had SMU versus Texas State. Not a bad game, but I mean whatever. It was closer. <laughs> There's a reason why I couldn't watch a full game. I mean, these teams all suck. I, in, no disrespect, but I want to see Michigan play. I want to see Big Ten play. That's, yeah. Ugh, I can't wait. I hope this comes so soon. Um. Wow, okay, there's a rumor. I have down rumor. <laughs> okay, the rumor. Uh, reports coming out of Ann Arbor. Dylan McCaffrey is in the battle of his life for the number two spot with Cade McNamara. What? How can that be a battle for number two? They say Joe Milton is a starter. They say he is. He has established himself the front runner. But to really, is it really a battle between Cade McNamara and Dylan McCaffrey? Really? I I don't know. I don't know. But they say Joe Milton. It's Joe Milton. He's our guy. That's the rumor now. If that's true, I can't wait to see that. I mean, because that means his accuracy is there now. And he's. we already knew he had a rocket for an arm. Now he's got the accuracy. I mean, by far, Milton's the more physical specimen. He's a huge guy. He's he's 6'5", 245. 
compared to Dylan, Dylan's 6'5", 220. And he looks 220. He's lanky like that. Joe, I mean, that 25 pounds makes a huge difference. It it just fills him out. It makes him a solid player. Um, plus, Dylan's already been injured twice. Uh he broke his collarbone, then he is out, of, and then he had a concussion the, the other year, um, and that made Joe get more time and really take more snaps and be under the Harbaugh brigade, I guess, and establish himself better. Um, but his injury, his injuries, I'm not sure if that has anything to do with the decision. I'm just saying. I mean, he's been injured twice. Joe hasn't. I mean, it could be, it could, that might have weighed into it. So, so you know how there's nothing on, right? Nothing, nothing on TV. I'm, but Big Ten Network, they'll have like they're having like the classics on and stuff, the classic games. So I'm flipping through one night, me and my son, and um, I stopped. At the Big Ten Network, and they're playing the 93 Rose Bowl, Michigan versus Washington. So we watched it, and side note, my son hates the video quality of older games. Like, I know immediately when I watch those games, he's gonna, the first thing he's going to do is, oh, that sucks, that picture's horrible, and it is. <laughs> it, fully, it fully is, and if you watch any games from the 80s, they're absolute, I don't know, he asked me, is this what the picture looked like back then when you were a kid? And, like, we watched a game, uh, like, the 86 uh, Fiesta Bowl, and I had to say no. I, I said, no, I don't remember it being this blurry. Like, we could read the names on the jerseys, and but now I'm thinking about, I don't know. Maybe I just, we just adjusted back then, I no, but yeah, the video quality sucks, son. <laughs> but he and he hates it, the older games and um but those games are legendary. <laughs> but anyway, we're watching this game and I totally forgot Chris Hutchinson was in this on the in this team on this game, in this game. And he dominated in this game. And now he's the ER doctor. And his son, Aiden, of course, plays for Michigan. But that just shows you how Michigan prepares their students for the future. I mean, not everybody's going to be a great football player for life. He moved on. Like, what a smart man. Like, he that's a Michigan man. And, you know how Michigan will prepare its students for future for the future. That's sort of their motto. I probably butchered it like hell. But um one school that doesn't Ohio. Yeah. I have one story about that. Um and it's simply cuz I read this book um this this last week and it was really interesting. And one of the stories in it was about uh, an Ohio running back named Maurice Claret from 2002. 
and I'm just like I write down notes for episodes and as I talk to you guys I kind of go over the notes and (laughs) I have an asterisk written to the side of my notes it just says dick next to but so yeah that just wanted me to remind you guys of that about this idiot um his i mean very promising career at ohio um his freshman year he he rushed for something over 1200 yards so yeah they were saying he was like nfl ready he'd be the most nfl early nfl ready running back ever um, but he got caught up in a bunch of scandals and I don't want to, if you want to read about that, that's cool. His name's Maurice Claret, Claret, look him up. It's all public knowledge. <laughs> I don't want to waste time on this idiot, but, um, he got caught up in a bunch of scandals. Everybody told him he's better than he was. And that's basically what it turned out to be. And he thought he was the best and he wasn't, um, but I thought it was really interesting how he said he chose Ohio because they promised him tutors to do his homework, not to tutor him, to do his homework. Basically, no school obligations, total football involvement, among other things. I mean, I think he got like free cars from dealerships, like he would just pick up different cars at different dealerships and use them for a while and then take them back and get another one whenever he wanted it. He had it like that. Like, I want it like that. Damn. But <laughs> he's he just got in a case of being way too greedy. And that was under Trestle when Jim Trestle was there, you know. that. But that was uh, before the Terrell Pryor tattoo parlor bullcrap. So this was a, that was the second thing Trestle was caught up in. Um, but I love any story that proves Ohio just shovels out meatheads that can't add. We all know that. It, and, you know, I know that's an odd story to bring up. You're like, 2002, Maurice Claret, holy moly. But um, I just read the book. <laughs> so it was fresh on my head, on my mind. And uh, I always love a good Bash Ohio story. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I'm sure there's another podcaster out there that just does Bash Michigan stories. (laughs) But uh, I'd rather be talking about good Michigan stories. Um, Please let there be Big Ten football very, very soon. I cannot wait to watch Michigan football. And now I get to break down and talk about the games with you guys. Hopefully we're close. I can't wait to break down the games for you guys. Um, I hope the powers that be get their heads out of their butts and just get the season going. Come on. Just admit, if the Big Ten would just just really super admit, like, damn, you know what? Yeah, we messed up by calling this season too early. We shouldn't have done that. Yeah, back on, back on. But no, it's like they got to save face. Like, come on, man. All the, 
it's all the the presidents of the schools that are voting no like but the coaches are saying we're under control like we can go it's weird it's but uh come on michigan come on big 10 you can do it come on pac 12 you can do it by the way i think they should rename the pac 12 back to the pac 10 you know they can still have their teams just rename it back to old school pac 10 big 10 yeah <laughs> but listen all right guys insert outro music here bump a dump Thanks for listening on all the platforms. Apple, Spotify, you know them, etc. All the ratings and maybe someday I'll get a review. We'll see. Watch it be some some scathing review. And it'll be the only review on there to be bad one. <laughs> oh well. It's the way she goes. <laughs> I will get a poll on Facebook. Facebook will not defeat me, but uh, check out my Facebook and Instagram page, House of Hail, and send me a message for your free swag bag. I mailed out a few to you guys that uh, have requested them. I hope you all enjoy them. Uh, heads up also, I'm working on something else for you guys, but it's probably going to be a couple minutes before I get the, these out, so just hold tight, but it's going to be a while. Um, yeah, that'll do it, guys. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening once again. Episode 9, that's awesome. I'm so excited. Next week, we'll be in double digits. Hopefully, we can talk about something really good. Something really, really good might happen. We'll see. Fingers crossed, guys. Everyone stay safe and, and help each other out and root for Michigan. Thanks for listening to House of Hail. Where those who stay will be champions. Go Blue.